for offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Danny DeVito. The coolest person to ever be able to party with for one night, yes or no? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, but what if what if it's all a facade? It's not. Like, he's shown up to do episodes of The View half in the bag. Or no, <laughs> Clooney showed up half in the bag, and then he admitted it's because he'd been out drinking all night with DeVito. Oh, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it, like, it's real. And legitimately, Danny DeVito wanted to keep Clooney out all night because he knew he had to be on live TV the next morning. <laughs> you wanted to send him on The View all liquored up yeah, and exhausted. Which, which he did, you know? So, I mean, I, I feel like he yeah, is legit. I would, I, would, I would pay a significant amount of money to spend one night partying with Danny DeVito. All right, let me go ahead and uh, update my Christmas list here to Santa <laughs> since I've been 13. It's usually involved Mariah Carey, yeah, but I'm going to have no. to X her off. Now I'm going to uh, grow up now at 43 yeah. and say, Dear Santa, can you bring me down? Danny DeVito, yeah, wrapped under my Christmas tree. <laughs> Grown up goals, man. Butt naked, Did just you like Danny th- DeVito. Who would have thought? Oiled up, greased up. When you were watching, uh, freaking romancing the stone in the eighties, right? that it at age forty something, you'd you'd Fuck. still be able to say, "I would love to party with Danny DeVito." I remember as a kid trying to uh, decipher, and I, I I don't know if I ever got it, whether Danny DeVito. Um, was a little person, or if he was just short, right? Yeah, because he is well, comic. That, was, that was before you could Google stuff. Yeah, right. Like yeah. you just, I just remember as a kid, I'm like, so I wonder, is he just like comically short, or does he technically have a disability? Which, in case you're wondering, he does comically short. That's what, he is. what doesn't he have an like a, some sort of medical issue? No, he doesn't. Are you sure? It's comically short. I feel like you've literally told me the exact opposite. Well, Hang on. Go ahead and fact check me on that Wikipedia girl. See this. Of the shit we couldn't do back when we were watching *Romancing the Stone*, right? Because all right, bitch, I'm right, and you're. Oh, you, are you? Yes, can you? Oh, I'm you, an asshole. You've told me this before. He has Fairbanks disease. Okay, what's that? It's a genetic bone growth disorder. That's okay. why he's so short. He's four ten. He's four ten. Yeah. Okay. But it's an actual like issue he has. Okay. Well, fuck me. You know. There you go. <laughs> it was just weird because I, I remember again, you telling me that. You know, this is why. Pat doesn't remember yesterday. This so is okay. why your dad used to get away with spinning bulls tales back in the 80s to you because we couldn't google anything there was no way to fact check them you just had to sit there and be like i yeah yeah i I guess whatever dad says is probably true shit you're older than me you've been around maybe you read it somewhere i don't know there's no way to fact check anything and now unfortunately we can fact check everything everything. and it's uh, funny we were talking about that the other day we took the dog for a walk and we were just talking about parents and stuff like that and i told pat the story of the first time i realized my dad was not the smartest guy in the world. Could yeah. you really, you know, kids, especially little girls, look up to their dad like you are the smartest, most amazing guy in the world. I'm you sure of it. You are Superman you are, un- yeah. until you blow that image. Yeah. But, but up until that moment, you are seen. I think Louis C.K. did a bit about that, about when you realize maybe your parents aren't as great and smart as you thought they were. Yeah, and sure. my, my moment was uh, asking my dad to help me with some middle school math homework because yeah. I was always bad at math. And I thought he was good at math. So we sat down. It's the only time he ever sat down with me to do my homework with me. Okay. And uh, every answer came back wrong. There you go. And that's when I realized, no, maybe, maybe not. Maybe dad's full of shit. (laughs) Just maybe. 
And again, you didn't know how to fact check them I, back then. No, I'm fact checking was handing it in the teacher and getting a bad Sorry. grade. I don't know. <laughs> and like your dad at that point, was it like one of those things where, and it's kind of the joke now that we've just wrapped up Friends and even in the reunion episode, um, they they joke about it where no one knew what Chandler did for a living. He's a transponster. Right. So <laughs> was it one of those things where your dad just kind of did, like he left, you know, he was gone and he came back with a briefcase in his hand. Was it one of those um, or like, did you know? Because like no, Oh, I knew because they had take your daughter to work day. Yeah. And we would get off school to go to work with him. Okay. And it was fun. Like the the only reason my sister and I were excited about it is because we'd get like donuts and get to go out for lunch. Like yeah, it sure. was like a special day. Yeah. Um, but I just remember like he and would. And you get all dad's attention, well, you d- right? Yeah. But well, oh, hold on. Sort I'm of. sorry. Your sister got all of dad's attention. <laughs> no, but I just remember every year like he would say bring stuff to do because we'd just sit in his little cubicle Fucking and boring. like and, and use coloring books while he's selling interstate batteries. Oh. So I knew what he was doing. So you knew he he was he worked with batteries. Yes, that's I what knew. You knew he worked in sales and he worked with batteries and he did a lot with NASCAR. I okay. know that's all I knew though. I still couldn't tell you exactly what he did. See, like and 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 like it I'm, is kind of like Chandler actually. I just wondered if uh, if people viewed their parents as smart or not because oddly enough, like my mom was a teacher, but even I was like, eh, I'm not quite sure. I I trust going to her. You yeah. Know? Now in hindsight, uh, both of us being <laughs> grown adults, we're like, yeah, your oh, mom man. shouldn't have been a teacher. But like you know. So I always wondered, like, uh, what's that like if you had that? You're like, oh, this person has it together, man. They know everything. No. Nope. nope. It's the first time See? you realize maybe they're not as smart go. and amazing they as you know thought. nothing, man. My kid's been telling me I'm full of shit for years. I say he knows we're full of shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. We won't, he won't have that awakening at some point. The way she fact checks me right there instantaneously, the kid does the exact same thing. Well, yeah, he's got technology at his fingertips. All the time. And he knows like insane amounts of just information. It's just, it is weird with him though, because he'll ask us questions that could be easily answered through Google. Mm-hmm. And then we tell him, I don't know, Google it. And he won't do it. Yeah. Well, no, because it well, once again, maybe it's the that they want he to go thinks, to their parents he like, like we you know. are the all-knowing parents and we're like fuck i don't know the last time i talked like we talked on friday on the way home from school and it's very hard to get your kid interested in like anything you're talking about especially you, like 15 our kids 15 yes. as of yesterday so we have like it's very much like he talks we react nothing we talk about is interesting to him yeah but he was interested. It was uh, very uh, self-serving. He wanted to hear the story of me giving birth to him because Sunday was his birthday. Oh, okay. So it was really fun to have him like riveted by a story I was telling. Like he couldn't get enough of it. Tell um, me more, mom. I'm like, I can tell you every. Like I told him, I'm like, if you want some gross details, I will tell you gross <laughs> details. He learned what a mucus plug was. Oh boy. He's like, how did you know that I was coming out? I'm you like, know, you really want to know? Because I'll tell you. Maybe I finally found that. Uh, that that a trait uh, that me and my uh, son share, which is both of our mothers oversharing with us. <laughs> I did, but I asked permission first. Okay, I said if you want to know everything, I'll tell you. My but... mom would randomly share. <laughs> yeah, shit that's like the thing. That if you, whether you wanted it or not, a little bit, a little bit different. Yeah. Welcome here. It's a ninety-second episode of the Pat and AJ podcast extravaganza thanks for being here and listening on whatever uh you know method of course you're listening on for our our friends in the midwest this is that time when you're sitting inside so now i really don't know if you're listening on alexa's less time in the car because of shit weather which is you know again we're going through our son is as we mentioned he uh turned 15 yesterday and so we did his birthday shit on his birthday it was a sunday 
and we did it for the first time ever in his 15 years. It was an outdoor themed yes. birthday party. That was kind of like um, something I had been using to convince him that this would be a good idea to move to a warmer climate. Yeah. Because, you know, and it, it, he's, a, he's a kid. Anywhere he is, he doesn't want to leave. He's like, this. <laughs> whatever's happening yeah. right now is the way it should be like, forever. For yeah. a long time, he was like, I love Wisconsin. I don't want to leave. And then for like the first year in Michigan, he'd say, I want to go back to Wisconsin. Yeah. Then when we talked about leaving Michigan, He's like, I'm not going to leave here. I want to live here forever. And I was like, listen, if we move to a warmer climate, we can celebrate your birthday outside instead of trying to find an indoor venue where you're really probably not going to have as much fun. So we ended up going on a a trail ride on some horses um, for our son's birthday. And which, by the way, the choice of activities was either... A trail ride on some horses. Very cool. Yes. And, and again, this is the perfect time of the year. Oh, I yeah. figured out, I figured out, as they call it in, uh, what is it, barbecue, uh, the money muscle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ew, gross. This is so the money muscle of the good weather time in Arizona. Yes. This is the time when people come from all over the country. This is when they come to leave. This is when they come. This is when they're like, oh my God, this place is gorgeous. Now, of course, when you come in July, you're like, this place is hell. Why am I here? Well, it's funny. My mom mom asked about it yesterday she <laughs> like was like she's like how was the weather for your trail ride yeah, and i said amazing I mean, i'm like it was amazing it was it was warm yeah like i i was wearing a flannel shirt with a tank top underneath yeah. and i had to take it off still desert sun it was right? still it was hot yeah. but it wasn't you don't know hot until you've been here for a yeah. summer i'm like it was 80 degrees it was fine and then at night it dips i mean this morning when i woke up it was 46 degrees it was cold so you know we're in that legitimate perfect time why people come here you know um, so with that, we had these two options of what what do you want to do for this kid's birthday? The it was one, the, trail the trail ride or this bird thing. Well, which we will end up doing because it sounds really cool. <laughs> AJ ended up finding this. She goes, there's this falcon experience. I go, yeah. hold on, a falcon experience. What is this about? And apparently you go out into the desert yeah. with, with falcons. Yeah, and you you know they like they they fly away and come back. These to, are like private, fa- not yeah. not wild falcons. No. These are private falcons. But like they'll take you out in the Wah! desert. Yeah, they'll teach you about the falcons. You can wear the glove. They'll come and land on your arm. That and our is son, cool shit. Our son is obsessed with birds. Loves like birds. he knows more about birds than like people who work at yeah. zoos. It's amazing. We actually go to a pet store that has all types of exotic birds, and he usually ends up just uh, sharing a million facts about each. Yeah, breed. He just, if yeah. you are looking at a bird, he will approach you. And and start bombarding you with information about the bird. They're going to give him a job when he turns 16. If he wanted to work there and (laughs) clean clean shit for a living, everyone wants to work (laughs) at a pet store, so you realize half your job is cleaning shit. You know, I did have to discuss that with him. Another thing we talked about in the car on Friday, it was really nice. Birth story and shit. Yeah, um, but we were talking about what he wants to do when he grows up, and I'm like, you don't have to know now. I would be shocked if you knew. Um, But we have talked to him, like, zoology might be good for you because he knows so much about so many different and not just birds. I mean, he knows about like different breeds of whales and yeah. stuff. And I said, you could go into zoology, but just remember, you know, for every tour you give the people who come to the zoo, for every bird show you put on, you're going to have to clean up shit. Like yes. that's absolutely part of the yeah, job is cleaning right, up their baby. shit, no matter what, bir- what animal you study. So AJ finds this falcon encounter and... You know, so we, we, we toss it into the kids' court. Like, what would you rather do? I said, I said or horse birds? or birds, yeah. And he, he chose horses. So I was honestly a little bummed, wanted to kind of go for the birds. We can do the birds. I know experience. we can, but now it's, it's just still means there. we're just hanging out doing fun stuff like that. <laughs> 
Um, so We're just spending random money on a weekend then. <laughs> yeah, but so we got to do our son's outdoor birthday party on this awesome trail ride. He uh, got to bring a friend of his, and we all uh, hitched up on, on, on some horses and uh, rode a trail. It was so cool. And it was, I, I, it was, I mean, honestly, it was fucking joyous, man. Like, I had. He had such a good time. And I, I'm not going to lie. good time. I couldn't tell. Because you were quiet, which yeah. you're never quiet. Because I'm just, I'm just, you know, it was just, just taking it in. I'm just taking. I mean, we're on horses going through Saguaro National Park or just on the outskirts of it, whatever. And it was just beautiful and serene, and you quiet. know, quiet, and 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 you do kind of, um, uh, uh, you know, just. Start to take it all in and yeah. and realize, oh, this is December, right? Yeah. So, and that's where I I, I kind of came to the conclusion of the uh, money muscle of our yeah. weather experience for the year. How we're in the sweet spot right now. Well, they're pretty, and and they were booked up. I mean, they yeah. they were running late on the trail ride yeah. before us, and then another guy pulled up with two more horses because they had more trail rides. Well, going no, on. they had an they had like a huge like eleven person trail ride later in the day. But he goes, yeah, we were at a birthday party. Basically, they'll bring a petting zoo to your birthday. party. Party. Yeah, sure. And he's like, it's a busy day. And it's, it is strange to have to get used to the fact that this is the time of year. This is uh, when, when they're every, making their money, when right? When they make their money, they can't, I mean, they can't go out. He said during the summer. Just he's, early. Well, yeah, he said we have to go out early and, or late. Yeah, when I worked at um, the uh, uh, a inpatient residential treatment facility here in Tucson, uh, horse therapy was kind of part of things. And I they, love that. They did trail rides and stuff. And during those summer months, it got shifted to like, all right, you want to come up at 6 a.m.? Yeah. Awesome, because we're not doing anything past 7. Um, yeah, or, um, and you can go. You can go at night, yeah. but you still got to go when it's there's light out. And it's, it's really hard to find a sweet spot around like 6.30 to 7.30. Yeah. That's like the sweet spot when it's just cool enough to go, but it's still light out. Yeah. But it, yeah, no, it's it's very strange because we're just so used. We're Midwestern kids. We're used right. to hunkering down for the winter and getting fat and comfy, and and we're not doing that this year. But it, it feels great. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I would not want to do that. I mean, in case you were wondering, yeah, I, I had great. I mean, I knew Yay. you were having, having a great time, but I feel like AJ is kind of like Will Ferrell in you know old school. We all know you had a great time anywhere. <laughs> if she's having a great time. You hear that laugh of hers, and she's giddy, and she's sorry. Giggling. I thought my laugh was. I was laughing nonstop on that oh, ride yesterday. Not only was she laughing nonstop, but uh, the tour guide, and he is is just that he's very much a guide i love it it's not just a dude who's like i own these horses get on and follow um this guy is like straight out of like branson missouri you could like put him on a showboat and he could be you know like your uh your mc yeah he he reminded is uh, uh reminded us of jeremy fennick yes who we used to work with in flint and now he works at a uh he's he's the actually the program director the boss of a radio station there and we said this is like a cowboy version of Jeremy, yeah, because he's all like he's he's muppety and happy, and he's got a joke for everything, yeah. and and so AJ's just eating this shit up. It was so fun. Like, she's right <laughs> next to this guy, and just he's like, you know, it was very funny. She tells me stories of how my mother in law, her mom. When they would go on vacations that, as a child. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Would kind of do the same thing where she would, you know. Oh, my God. I'm my mom. Yeah. She would, she would buddy up next to the, the tour guide and make it like a one-on-one tour where it's her and the tour guide and everyone else is just there. Oh, my God. I never even thought about and that. And so what happened on the trail ride is the guy, tour guide's up there and he's funny and he's making little jokes, making sure everyone's safe well, and all this. in my defense. And then, and, and then she is snuggled up next to him just, ha, ha. 
she's loving it. In she's, my defense, yes, I was is, I was wondering what the order of horses would go in, like who goes first. And my is, is there a pack? Well, is, is there a leader? Yes, and yeah, all that, that was part of it. My horse, uh, yeah. her name was Mustang Sal. Yeah. Oh, you just knocked, just knocked o- over your water bottle. Trying to trying to discipline the cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her name was Mustang Sally. Wonderful, beautiful horse. She yes. was pregnant She's actually. Preggers, I huh? found out that they ride them till about a a year. Yeah. Um, because it's like what do you say, like a year and two months Something gestation. Like that, yeah. Because they need the exercise. Yeah, he's like, they still got to get out and exercise. Um, But she was a huge sweetheart. And she immediately, like almost nose to butt, followed him. And I was like, whoa. I'm like, slow down. And he was like, oh, these two horses are a thing. Like, they will follow each other closely. So, like, that's, I wasn't expecting to be at the front. But, like, Sally was like, this is where we're going to be. So, it was. It was was so much fun. It it was uh, a lot of fun. We got to see what it looks like when a saguaro cactus is struck by lightning. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did show us that. I mean, these, and the saguaros, those are what you, that's, that's, it's like the, you know, the, the, the form of a cactus that everybody knows. That's yeah, a saguaro. The, the famous. The yeah. famous cactus with the arms. And this one yeah. had been uh, like literally almost split in half by lightning over the summer. And it's crazy because these things like they're so majestic and huge. And, huge and, and, when and, you're up close to yeah, them. Yeah. And they're like, they look like firm and then they get struck by lightning and they almost crumble into like a liquid form. <sighs> like it was, it was just really cool. Everything yeah. about the ride was awesome yesterday. This is uh but no, no better way to uh, cap off, you know, you having your nice birth. And our son was, God bless him, he was so gracious the entire day. Yeah. He's very much like, thank you. Um, and, and we went and we did the horse thing. And afterwards, of course, we say, hey, we got cake at the house. We got presents yeah. at the house. And he has presents from not only us, but from around the country, from his grandparents and stuff like that. And um, so we we do all that. Great horse ride, glowing in that. Come home. Uh, have uh, sing happy birthday. You get get this ice cream cake. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. Two points to Baskin Robbins, Baskin by the way. Baskin Robbins for They're, the ice cream cake. I never thought I'd find one I like more than DQ, but Baskin Robbins is it. So uh, we do all that, and and then of course we open up the presents. And listen, we are just this is where we are as a family. It's how we do things. We are very blunt with each other when it comes to any kind of gift giving. We just say, what do you want specifically? Yes. So we've had our son specifically fill out both a birthday and a Christmas yeah. uh, list uh, for a couple months now so we can plan on it. And uh, we kind of knew which gifts were going to go to Christmas and which I ones were going to go birthday. I was going to say, he birthday. basically, he wrote down a list and we just kind of drew a line through the middle and saying, this is Christmas, yeah, this is yeah, your birthday. Yeah, you kind of go, okay, because we're, we're those. I yeah. mean, he's a December 5th baby, so that is enough time to split up Christmas yeah, you cannot and his birthday. Them. Although, I will say my dad did send him a check that he considered a uh, twofer, by the way. He literally wrote... In the memo, two for birthday and Christmas. Yeah, but, but that makes sense because he's in Iowa. So you, what's the point of sending yeah. two checks when you can just send one? Send for one check with a higher amount, right? He, Dylan doesn't care. It's money. Yeah. So we we uh, do all that. Kid opens up all the presents and he immediately wants wants to, to you know play with them and he got all the stuff he wants. And one thing he specifically wanted uh, was a uh, mini NES. Which is if for those of us who who grew up in the golden age of video games, I'm 43, so I'm dating myself. But uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System, the original, yeah, classic Super Mario Brothers, uh, you know, uh, Contra, all those games. Now we all know that the original systems are 
gone the way of the dodo for the most part. Of course, I know you can buy them on secondary well, markets. Well, you know, I did look that up oh, and to can. see what you can buy them. And if they're not in the box, they're relatively cheap because yeah. otherwise people are like, I'm not going to be able to sell this. You talk, can get it for like 20 bucks with all the games un- unboxed Yeah, because people just want to unload them. Talk to my brother about that. I oh, think, I'm sure. Yeah. I think he, because he is that original video game nerd and he has, I think he's one of those dudes where he got to the point where he kept buying the new one, the new one, the new one, the new one, the new one. And then he got old enough to where he's like, hold on, I want the originals from my childhood. Yeah. And he started buying the NES, Super NES, well, Sega Genesis. And a guy like him, I sold my Super NES on eBay when I was in college because I needed the money for books. Yeah, sure. And I got Look at the how resourceful re- well, my wife shit. is. You see that man? She I is. sold a lot of stuff on e- that was right when eBay became like big man. and people were too afraid to use it, but I tried it once and realized how much money I could get off She's it. She's a hustler. Um but uh yeah, I sold my SNES on there and got like three hundred dollars for it, and that's when I realized I'm like, people will pay for this stuff. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't in the box, it was used. So I'm not quite sure if you remember, but a couple years back then, um these mini it was like it's about it's been about a decade now. It has been a decade. Yeah, Shit. but that's when those were they were like a really big deal. Yeah. Was a decade ago. So uh, Nintendo kind of reissued these plug and play models, and I'll tell you why they did because there were a million bootlegs out there. Yeah, there were a million of these plug and play, and the first ones I remember were like the Atari joysticks. Yes, and it was like you plugged, and you just plugged it directly into your TV, and and you had a bunch of games yeah. on there that like you would play Atari style. So uh, there were already bootlegs out there of the NES, a, a mini, you know, Super NES. And again, these are just little, you know, well, plastic they, containers yeah. that you plug in. Because the technology is so good now, you don't need the entire console with a giant game. Yeah, they right. can put all the games in a little tiny console. So like you said, AJ, this is this was a huge boom and uh, they're now out of production, right? So the yeah. ones that are out there are out there, and that's that. And and these things, by the way, weren't like fucking Best Buy exclusives. Like, no. I remember them being at CVS, and they were at Rite Aid, yeah. and, and like you could buy them anywhere. Um, we already bought him the, the Super, Super Nintendo yeah. one, right? Well, because he, he had one, mm-hmm. and long story that oh, we'll yeah, discuss but, Yeah, who cares about that? No, we but, had but an, just, we, we had an, he had the SNES, yes. it broke, yeah. and I said, oh, no problem, we'll just, we'll get a new one. It broke through no fault of his, yeah. so I'm like, I'll buy you a new one. That's when I realized you can't get them anymore. Like, they're hard to find. They're hard to find. So I found the SNES Mini on Marketplace, a guy, a gamer, selling it for like 30 bucks in the box, and it was the actual Super Nintendo like the Mini Nintendo system. license yes. one. And, so. and it was hard to find, And but I found that one. Uh, lo and behold, a year later, our son says, hey, I would love to have the original yeah. NES plug and play too. Because again, you plug these in, they have like 40 or 50 games. And I love the fact that he's in, into the games we played as a kid. That's it, fun. It is weird to see him because he flips between both. Like he goes between, he'll walk in one room with a PlayStation 4 and play, play like... Red Dead Redemption or yeah, Mortal Kombat. Play the newest of the new yeah. games. But then he retreats and goes, oh, yeah. I, I want to play Donkey Kong. I love it. Um, So this year he goes, hey, I want the, the original NES plug and play. And okay, no problem. AJ uh, said, uh, I'm going to uh, let me do some searching because you found the other one. Yeah. Right? She, uh, lo and behold, within a week, she goes, hey, I f- same thing, kind of tough to find, but I found one and I ordered it so we can cross that off the list like yeah. we have it done. I found it new, right? which was oh, good. I found it new, all this stuff. And I noticed it as soon as, as, soon as he unwrapped it, but I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. And then by the end of the night... He, he noticed, noticed it. it. 
but AJ bought herself a uh, bootleg entertainment system mini plug-in. She did not get the actual Nintendo release. Do you know why? Because you can't get them anywhere. You can't or, even buy them used. Or, dear, were you just looking and saying, I'm going to no. find one and just buy it? Because no. I do know no, you. No, wait you're a second. You're no, like no, a, no. You're a get-her-done kind of person, no, so I can no, see you no, like, no, it's no. the same thing. Who cares? No, it's not. And I knew that, but I th- I, I'm, I'm like, what's a bootleg? Because it was sold through an actual store. It, like, wasn't, it wasn't like I bought this off a random person. It was sold through a store. I'm just saying, I was trying to figure this out in your mind because I said, you know, AJ's the person who doesn't order the burger without onions. She takes the onions off, right? And it kind of is, I feel like, um, a definition of your greater life mentality, right? Of just, oh, it'll work. It's a very laid back attitude. Our son is super specific. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's the autism spectrum disorder. Maybe it is. I, th- I think the the lack of social grace is definitely the autism disorder. But it is very much like he gets his mind set in on something. I had this discussion once. It was about pizza. And that's when I first figured out like how his mentality works. Yeah. Right? Is about pizza, a certain kind of pizza. So I knew as soon as our son unwraps it, and don't get me wrong, it's a good knockoff. Like, it's really good. Well, this, just so you know, because I I did do the research, this is the only brand that makes them anymore. This is the, they actually, there's a million of those sold actually in stores. And it looks... But where are, 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 are the Nintendo brand ones? You can't find them. They're well, gone. Yeah, say they're the out S- there, yeah. but they're on the secondary market the now. The SNES one was incredibly hard to find because same thing. People were selling knockoffs and I found one real version of it and I bought it. And that's when, when he asked for the NES, I was like, oh my God, if I couldn't find the SNES, I'll never be able to find... And then I realized, okay, this is the only way you can get it now. So, um, he, he came out of his room last night. <laughs> well, first I'm setting it up. Like I could tell him like, Oh shit, this is the knockoff one. And because I, I, I realized it few through a few things. One being that there's no HDMI cord. It's a AV plugin, like the old oh, red, white shit. and uh yellow. So I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like, that seems a little bootleggy. And then it's like the list of games and it's like, 600 games holy shit and i know right there i remember all the original video game nerds your friend uh jesse included who started like bootlegging this when japan would do this and like our friend jesse had his brother deployed overseas in japan and his brother brought back like a modified xbox that had 600 of the original nintendo games and we'd go over there and you're like i'm playing paper boy so i'm looking like holy shit there's too many games on here i'm like this is totally one of those bootleggy ones i'm like no big deal let me set it up and then it's like when you boot it up it just makes you go through pages of, of game titles and they're not in like any kind of order oh, man. and so i'm like fuck i know he just wants to play like super mario brothers yeah. so i set it up he's like all right dad get out i want to figure it out for myself and i'm like all right no problem son and we go about our, our evening, and he comes out about an hour later to tell us, again, most gracious kid in the world. He was so thankful about the whole day. Thank He's, you for everything. He wasn't rude. It just, you know, again, not not the most this graceful. Is, but- he, he came out, and he goes, I played, I played the Nintendo. I'm like, cool. Do you like it? He goes, it's okay. And I'm like, what do you mean it's okay? And he goes, it's just okay. He said, it's a little off-brand. Yes. 
And I and said, what? Like, I knew exactly what he's saying. I'm like, oh, shit, he knows. And AJ, I don't know if she did yet. And he's like, it's fine. It's it's just a little off-brand. He said it was a little Japanesey, Which means it's a little bootleggy. Well, and that's what I'm like. Are there, like, characters you can't read? Like, is there, like, actual Japanese, yeah. like... You got to go on there and start playing it now. Oh, uh, I... But it's so funny where, you know, once again, comes out. He's like, it'll do for now. Um, but it is a little off-brandy. And, and I like how he makes it a brandish, you know, a little off-brandish, a little off-brandy. Do you know what I did last night? Because I felt bad. And then I realized this is ridiculous. I yeah. went on Marketplace to look Shut for for, for full-size Nintendos. I knew she would. And people are selling would. them here in Tucson. That's so a, if he wants a full-size no, with no, a giant no. game cartridge, no, no, he can no, have no, it no. for like 20 bucks. And he's got his own money now. That's that like my mood instantly changed. It was hilarious because this kid's walking around with like two hundred dollars. He did he in, got, in birthday yeah. money, and I was gonna be like, "Well, like go buy your own." I, I could see it coming, and you know, again from a kid's standpoint, and it's not only like like you said. Um, Listen, I said stuff like that when I was a kid too. Yeah. I, I remember like instances I did it, and now I just cringe because I'm like, how ungrateful of me. It reminds me of there was a time when the uh, I, I was around his age, maybe nah, maybe a little bit younger, twelve, yeah, probably like eleven, twelve. The Chicago White Sox uh, changed their logo. Chicago White Sox gone through many logos. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. So um, they were going from a very terrible logo of a C, which I always hated, to the logo that they have now, yeah. which is this traditional Old English Sox, Sox yeah. S-O-X. It's a lovely black and gray, beautiful uh, uniforms. And I remember all I wanted for, it was my uh, birthday or Christmas, or all that shit, um, was the new white socks starter jacket okay all i mean not to say like the cool kids but it was just it looked like the entire goddamn city yeah had, had some jacket some shape or form of a starter chicago white Sox jersey with the new logo and it's black and gray it looks so cool those starter those starter jackets were the thing for a long time and i remember then for whatever holiday it was that i opened up uh the the box and there it was a nice off-brand bootleg bought at the corner store Chicago White Sox jacket with the old logo. Oh no! With with the C that nobody liked, especially not me. I have friends who love it. I hate that. And what did logo. you say? I don't know, but I know I expressed my kind of like this is not the one I want. It's so hard because like. In hindsight, you're just, it's cringy. You're like, oh, oh my abs- God. Absolutely. But then you're like, I was a kid. I wasn't, you know, you're a kid. We have to stop expecting kids to act like adults because yeah, they're not. They're not, so, yeah. You know, and I remember the moment I did the same thing. My dad uh, in our new house, um, there was a basement bathroom. And since I was like in high school, he was like, I'll redo the bathroom for you. So it's like usable. And mm-hmm. he put in like a new shower. He painted and he put in a new countertop. And I remember I said to him, the countertop doesn't match the paint. And like he almost Hello. lost his shit. And because <laughs> that's what you noticed. Yeah. And that's, and, and now again, it's, it's just like our son, it's a little off brand. Like in hindsight, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. How ungrateful. But you know, we're kids. Like you, you, you don't, your yeah. mind doesn't work that way yet. I so know, right? it's, it's understandable that a kid would say something like and that. He was, I mean, he was, like I said, very nice rude, about yeah. it. He was not a dick. Like, oh, this sucks. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure I was very like, you were the dick. Yeah. In the, <laughs> instant like this is not 
the jacket like, I want. You would throw it across the room and swear. I'm like, I don't want this jacket. I'm not going to wear it. No, like. No, he was very sweet about yeah, it. Yeah, he was. Uh, so it was just, it was, um, a, again, a, a interesting experience for well, us. Th- think about what he asked for. He asked for two things that they really don't make anymore. He asked for the NES. Yep. Uh, NES mini, mini yeah, the NES Mini. And an electric typewriter. An electric typewriter. Because he wants to start journaling, but he wants it to be, like, he, he's good He's good at typing because, you know, he's, he's born in 2006. Of course yeah. he is. But he also, he wants to start journaling, but he wants it, he's like, he doesn't like to write. Which yeah, most, he, he said he hates his handwriting. Understandable. I mean, most of us at this point say our handwriting sucks because we type so much. Yeah. Um, but he wants to journal and he wants it, like, right there, right in front of him. So I'm like, okay. Um, and I found an electric typewriter on Marketplace, but it was... Dude, you live in Arizona. There has to be a plethora of like old people that have old typewriters no, to actually, get rid of. This guy was probably about our age, like mid-40s. Really? He was doing some work on a house he had just bought. And he's like, hey, come to my new house. It was actually closer to our house. So oh, he so goes, he found it. See, it's a relic. That's how he has it. He found it in the, in the house that he bought. No. Um, I go to pick it up and I hear him outside doing work on this house with another guy. And he goes, oh, I'll run in and grab the typewriter. The other guy goes, where the hell did you find that? And he goes, I don't know. I bought it at like a swap meet like five years ago. He goes, it still works. Done using it. Now it's and another- it, it does still work. And here's the part that just absolutely kills me. They still make typewriter ribbons. Yeah, sure. Because I was like, oh shit, you know, this may still work, but what if they don't make the ribbons for it anymore? I went on Amazon and found ribbons in two seconds. I was going to say, didn't you just do some kind of story at uh, your main gig? All yes, about that how- typewriters are back in vogue. Like, I guess typewriter sales people or like type like hold on there's typewriter sales well that's who is this a market are people going door to door selling typewriters people who own like typewriter stores and typewriters in general say business is booming right now that is the reason why they have a no soliciting sign out here in arizona in every neighborhood because there would be door to door typewriter Typewriter sales sales. (laughs) are you tired tired of writing an email write an actual letter type an actual letter up (laughs) But it wasn't now that I just think about it. I'm like, man, he asked for two things they don't make anymore. But I'm like, I'm a mom. Of course, I'll find a way to make those things happen. That's what we just like a challenge, you know? Yeah, he is uh, like awesomely into like kind of gamery, nerdy stuff. I mean, I love it that he is so technically savvy with everything new. But he also, he wants a typewriter and he wanted old video games. Like that just warms my heart a little bit. I feel like it's a juxtaposition with his uh, generation because that stuff, like we, we, like we appreciate the jump and tech. Like I'm, I'll speak for myself and AJ, right? Like we're Xennials. We're this little uh, micro generation. We're this little pocket. Yeah. yeah. Between Gen X and millennial. And the big thing with us is, is that we grew up old school, but we were there either in high school, middle school or college when the digital revolution took over so we were there we we basically evolved with it right yeah. like we started writing and we ended up typing so my I, my we had a t- we had a uh, typing class in middle school oh. that was mandatory we had to learn how to type i mean dude i mean again we talked about how my first my freshman year of college 96 i did most of my typing for papers and shit like that on a typewriter yeah. it wasn't really until i, I remember like 9070 where i got my first keyboarding day. that's what it was called keyboarding, keyboarding cl- yeah. class where you learned how to type, how to type. properly yeah. yeah so i feel like with us and like the zennials we we touched 
and worked on and lived with the old technology and we saw it go away, but we were actually happy to see it go away because yeah. we, we remember how much it kind of sucked, right? Well, and that's why when he, so he asked for this electric typewriter, he said he wanted an, so he said he wanted this electric typewriter and yeah. I laughed because we, before we had a computer growing up, we had an electric typewriter and it was, it was tough because there was a really tiny little screen where you could see what you were typing and then it would, you had two options. You could either, it would either type after you typed. Mm-hmm. You could like hit a button and it would just go like a machine gun almost. Yeah. Or you could type live. And I found almost the exact same model on Marketplace. And See, we, we didn't have that fancy sugar on it. Mine was a straight, you hit a key and... It uh, well, I think, smacked uh, that ribbon and boom. Well, what happened with it is my dad needed it for like work at home stuff. And he was like, well, the girls can use it too for school. So yeah. we learned how to use it. We didn't, I mean, we didn't get a computer until I was older. I'll say that was everyone's pitch when they were first trying to pitch, you know, the personal computer. And I'm talking like, you know, Macintosh and the early Commodore 64s yeah. and shit like that. Not, I'm, I'm not even into the internet age. The early ones, they always pitched them as half like, and your children can learn on them too. Yes, we had a Commodore 64 yeah. when I was like two years old yeah. and there was a Sesame Street game on it where you put like this overlay on the keyboard. I remember that shit. Yeah, and that yeah. was like the coolest thing in the yeah. world. So, you know, I, I feel like his... It's very interesting though, the way, you know, his generation is with that but stuff. But I feel like it's because they didn't get a chance to touch it and feel it. Yeah. Like they've just grown up into the world of like, we always laughed and it's, it's quite a turning point in... Uh, I guess just society, right? Um, that our our son, when he was, I don't know, uh, one, two, but you know, you have the toy phone, right? Yeah. And at that point, this is two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and it's a, a flip phone already. So, yeah. like the toy phone, the Fisher Price toy phone is already gone evolved, from. Yeah. It's already evolved from you know the old you know you you pick it up with the little uh, ringer, um, and we we would laugh because at that point. I don't even think we had iPhones yet. We might have just had uh, sidekicks. We so. got iPhones in 2008 okay. or no, 2009. But I remember we were watching our son and when he played with the phone, he played with it tapping on it. Yeah. He did not put it up to his ear. Because that's what we did with our phones. And yeah, because he's, you he's, notice he's, him he's, last he's night em- too? emulating yeah, what, what we do. With, he grabbed my cell phone. I already know yep. what, what you're going to say, but say it. My mom called yesterday to wish him a happy birthday, and I handed him my cell phone. Yeah. He doesn't hold the phone right up yeah. to his ear. He, has, he holds it like an inch or two away. He has like no idea how to properly. Like, I he, think it freaks him out. He just did not grow up picking, picking up a phone and putting it right no. to his ear. So yeah, he doesn't even properly hold a fucking phone yeah, that's that way. Crazy. Easy. I well because even on his phone, I'm like he speaks on speaker or FaceTime. Yes, so so he doesn't hold it up to his ear ever. So you know what I'm kind of saying with with all this is even since he learned to play with a quote unquote Fisher Price phone, it's not been played with as an actual phone. So. All this technology, whether it's a landline, whether it's a typewriter, um, all that shit, they didn't get a chance to touch it and feel it. And that's why I feel like there's a little bit of this, like... It's exciting. It's ex- yeah, it is. Like, it's a little bit more well, physical. Well, and I also, I also like the fact, because, like, I, I wrote so much as a kid. I mean, I wrote long stories, movie scripts. Like, yeah. that's what I love to do. And, like, you want to feel it, touch it. Yeah, and, like, the pages. yeah, I could print it out, and I yeah. had, like, a movie script, like, a pack that I've been working on for months, and it was so cool, because it was there physically. Yeah. And that's why he's like, I want to start journaling. And I know our son 
could be a great writer. I know he can. He just doesn't really care to do it. Yeah. That's why I was like, this might, you know, toss him into that world where he realizes how fun writing can be. Because I think he could be really good at it. This is, um, it's, it's, it's just very like... Because that's what the electronic typewriter did for me was yeah. got me to sit down and I had 7 million ideas in my head. And when I got in front of the typewriter, they all came up. pouring out. It's it, And it, it feel, you're right. It's more tangible than a computer. It is. And I can tell he's, and again, it's for those of us who have been around and either you've moved on and like me, I'm an anti-physical media person. I love everything being virtual streaming in the cloud. I don't want to physically own anything anymore. And maybe it's because I've moved so many goddamn times. In my well, life. that, and we're also like, <laughs> we're total like environmentalists but, yeah, now. Like, like, it's bad oh, for the environment. But, but, you know, for for everyone who's like that with me, you know, my son, he also uh, requested, and, and this will, you know, parlay into Christmas probably. But um, like I said, very typical gamer kid, uh, you know, nerd life. And he's big into the uh, Power Rangers, and he wants to start collecting all the seasons yeah. on DVD. Yeah. And he has made it a point to tell us where I go. He keeps telling us because we he knows how much we we don't buy physical media. Yeah, he, he keeps saying yeah. DVD, mom, DVD. Yeah, because we like to like we will buy. Oh, you want to buy a movie? Great, we'll buy it on this. You know, Amazon Prime Video. Now you own it forever. It's available on every all these different streaming platforms. He's for also you. figured out too, like with his video games, like when he had an Xbox. You know, a typical kid doesn't take care of his games. They end up all over the floor. Yeah, they break. And they don't put... Scratch. He, yeah, and he yeah. didn't put them in the case. And eventually, like, some of these games were unplayable. And I said, this is why we like digital media. Because you there's never a, a doubt and that see, that game again, will work or that movie will be able to be That's because you lived through that yeah. shit. He didn't. He grew up with, like, you got a fucking Wii and you could go on the Wii store and, yeah. you know, download a game on, on to but Wii. But then his favorite Xbox... Xbox game was all scratched up because he left it on the yeah. basement floor. And I'm like, well, now you can't play it unless you buy a new one. Like, that's the way it is. So that's that's why I think he's just, you know, like he didn't grow up. But all of us, we grew up where you get that shit and then it gets ruined. So we, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you. I'll just speak on behalf of myself. But I love the fact that I can own digital music or digital movies and I don't got to worry about them getting scratched or getting it is lost. Nice, yeah. So, but he, it's weird to see him now go the opposite. Yeah. And again, it's because I think he didn't, he wasn't there for the trans. Transition. So yeah. for to him, he and I, I, I get it. How do you unwrap a if we if we were to buy him all the Power Rangers, which is by the way what he requested. Every Jimmy you know goddamn series. There yes, are the I do. Rangers? Yes, because Holy I shit. I remember asking him when he went from their sub series and movies. He went and, from Super Lord. Samurai to Mighty Morphin, and I said, "Wait a second, what do you mean?" I'm we're like, "I thought they around. were just Power Rangers." No. And he's, that was years ago. I mean, oh. there's more now. So you know, I, I I understand. There's no way to you know physically give him that gift. Other, a, it's like you write it in a card. Here's you know we bought all your Power Rangers. Yeah, They're on the like, TV. Happy birthday. That's so like, like you know. Know, log on to your Amazon Prime account. They're all in there for you to watch. So and in I, the physical media sense, they're also really expensive because they're they're uh, they're outdated. Well, cause, yeah, because you have to. You know, we looked again. it up, and I mean, it was like what was it like a thousand dollars for every single oh, for season all, for, for every season. And I had and like to everything. We had yeah. to sit them down and say, dude, we we're not doing every single season on DVD. It's a thousand dollars. How about we start you off? Yes, we'll we get said, you one of them. Well, huh? and that was and that I I like that. That's a good incentive. We said we'll get him one yeah. one season one series or whatever of yeah. what he wants and then we said save up your money and then start buying your own because he's, you know, he's weird he does chores 
But he doesn't spend the money. Like his yeah. green light card has like ninety dollars on just it. Has it on there, yeah. And he's he gets all excited, like whoa. And I'm like, yeah, you don't you don't Fat spend money, cash, man. yeah. So I'm like, this is a good way because he does. I'm like, you'll be able to buy them. You know, your money stacks up, but we're not buying you a thousand dollars worth of power radio. I'm just sitting here loving the fact that we're talking about our 15 year old son, and so far, uh, the gifts that we've given him is have been a typewriter, a Nintendo Entertainment System. And now Power Ranger DVD. Power Rangers that's, are not new. Yeah, that's is, old too. Um, this is, boy, um, uh, boy, aren't we raising a kid in 2021? <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.